Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, episode three of season 10. I'm your host, Jen Kirkman. It's actually like the 400 something episode because it's season 10 and you can hit up the archives by going to jenkirkman.com and go to the No Fun podcast and you can get all of the free episodes that came out in 2021 and then You'll find it. You can go all the way back to when this podcast was called I Seem Fun, but the full versions of the show are now Patreon only. You will get this first 20 minutes or so for free. Or first segment, I should say. Don't hold me to 20 minutes. Sometimes it's not exactly 20. But I won't bore you with all the Patreon details. Now let's just get into the episode. So I, um, well, my assistant, Tyler, received an email from a woman who had happened upon my podcast, No Fun, by accident. Now, I'll refresh your memory, but pre-vaccine and on Thanksgiving, so 2020, I bit into a roll and broke my tooth. Now, there was no pain, but, and it was a front tooth, but, you know, when you break a tooth off from a roll, 
you go, uh, maybe, maybe the rest of my tooth will fall off. And maybe I shouldn't wait for that to happen. And so I was nervous because again, pre-vaccine, November, 2020, the Los Angeles at a certain point, it wasn't quite yet, but uh, about a week later, Los Angeles was the COVID center of the world. Not California, Los Angeles specifically. The most cases in the world where I lived and I have asthma. I cannot get COVID. I think you would agree that you can't either. Seemed to not be a good thing to get. And so I didn't want to go to a dentist and have my mouth open. Even though I know they got the air purifiers, they're wearing masks and shields. They don't want to get COVID either. I get it. But man, it just seemed like a weird thing to do after sitting alone in my apartment for almost a year to just go somewhere and open my mouth for two hours. It just seemed like, wow, that's what we're going to start with. We're not going to start with taking my mask down at, you know, maybe a semi-crowded frozen yogurt shop for 10 minutes. I'm just going to go somewhere for two hours, keep my mouth wide open. And I was, well, I was nervous about it. And I had some funny stories, I think, about calling the dentist and being neurotic about their safety precautions that they were taking. And I talked about it on this podcast. Now, I don't remember what I said. Guys, it's two years ago. Come on. Almost two years ago. But somebody went and listened to that episode. And I guess they didn't take into the context that this episode is from two years ago, pre-vaccine COVID. But she happened upon my podcast. I don't know what's going on out there, people. But I think we got to a good place. But she wrote me an email, but sent it to my <clears throat> assistant, Tyler. And it said, Jen, I happened upon your podcast by pure accident. I'm a 63-year-old single grandmother of three young boys living in Atlanta. One of the boys is one month old and his dad is a surgeon. We all love and kiss him like it's our, we all love and kiss on him like it's our job. It is time to stop wrapping ourselves in bubble wrap to prevent what is now the common cold or flu. I am triple vaccinated and boosted and the South has taken back our lives. None of my family or friends wear masks anymore. We eat out, shop, go to concerts, etc. If you died tomorrow, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, you would have missed how many hugs from your loved ones? When was the last time you saw someone's smile in person? There is now a mental health crisis in our country because of the pandemic. Also, I go to an oral surgeon in Atlanta who replaced my porcelain veneer crown all in the same visit with state-of-the-art equipment. Please start living again. And remember, you are responsible for your own well-being. There is no promise that any of us will wake up tomorrow. Respectfully submitted Joanne. She gave her last name in their town and places I can verify her. I'm just laughing because people always find my stuff and they don't take into account. Like, I don't know how you find an episode of mine from two years ago and not know that it's from two years ago and not listen to all the rest that are like, I'm going to restaurants, I'm seeing family. Like, if I, but by the way, if I had died the next day, um, like if I'd been alone in the pandemic and had died the next day, whatever day that was, 
Uh, yeah, it would be really sad. I wouldn't have seen the smiles of so many people. But that's fucking life, you know? Like, what am I going to do? Um. So she seemed really concerned. And I don't know, this is, it's just funny because she mentions that there's a mental health crisis in the country and that I'm responsible for my own well-being. Literally during the pandemic, I started a podcast called Anxiety Bites, which I hope you all are listening to free every Wednesday on every podcast app that you can ever think of, sponsored by iHeartRadio. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. What, what is happening? What makes someone listen to one thing? And I said, it's all our own anxiety. So Tyler wrote her back on behalf of me. Tyler does not say anything that I would not approve. And Tyler said, hi, Joanne, thanks for writing. I passed this on to Jen and I'm writing back on her behalf. The good news is that Jen works in person at her writing job without a mask. They're tested daily to be safe and she sees smiles and enjoys her life everywhere. Jen also spent Thanksgiving and Christmas with her family, no masks. Everyone is boosted, had a wonderful time. She also saw them last April as well. Jen is also seeing friends when she can, but her work schedule is pretty crazy this month. However, due to Omicron hitting New York City so hard where Jen lives, she did for a few weeks, refrained from eating indoors in restaurants, as friends of hers who were boosted were even getting sick. As you said, it was just a cold, but Jen has severe asthma and damaged bronchial tubes, and so Jen has never had just a cold. It always turns into a bronchial infection, and since hospitals here are full, if Jen needed extra care, she wouldn't be able to get it. As for the dentist episode of her podcast, that was from before the vaccine, but Jen did go and get her cleaning and has since even had some not very fun root canals. LOL. All of it was very safe. I don't know why I said, or why Tyler said I got my cleaning. See, you can't get good assistance anymore. <laughs> it was a chip tooth, not a cleaning. So be warned that Jen is very much living her life, but taking precautions when necessary in very crowded places and when spikes hit. She is very well aware of how short life is, having lost some people very close to her over the last few years. And so that is another reason why when she feels she should, she takes precautions. Fun fact, even before COVID, Jen used to fly wearing a mask when she was on tour because if she caught a cold and lost her voice, she would have to cancel her shows. So Jen is an avid fan of masks on planes, even when this is all over. Anyway, Jen is glad to hear that you are triple vaccinated to keep yourself and others safe. And so glad that you are getting back to life. That's truly where Jen is at as well. But she's a neurotic comedian who was always a little health obsessed anyway, due to the nature of her job. And so she's gotten a lot out of talking honestly about her feelings, as ever-changing as they may be, on COVID. Jen and I hope your family stays safe, happy, healthy, and that you keep living life, as you said, with whatever time we are destined to have left. It sure is short. Love, Tyler, on behalf of Jen. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And Joanne wrote back, I am so heartwarmed by this. Please give Jen a big hug. Tyler wrote back, I did. So there you go, people. Kindness. Kindness in the face of sometimes strange emails that come in. You go, you know, it was like it had an aggressiveness to it, right? 
Like, if you died tomorrow, I was like, whoa. You know, you never know the state of mind you're sending uh, an email to someone, you know, when they're in that kind of, you never know what space someone's in when you send them an email. That's all I'm saying. There's been a lot of death in uh, my life in the recent last uh, few months. And uh, a family member died and uh, just some other stuff in the last couple of years. And so, oh yeah. I mean, and I never wasn't not, I know I was always thinking about death anyway. Um, so the thing is, I, I think that people don't understand is I, I don't think I was ever afraid when I was sitting in my home. It wasn't like I was hiding from the Nazis. I was, I was taking part in the great American challenge of not going anywhere unless I absolutely had to. And I didn't have to go anywhere. My family was across the country. Um, I did spend time with friends outside and actually what I really needed during most of the 2020 time was actually what exactly what was going on. I personally needed some downtime, some not traveling time, some sitting and reading and watching TV and sleeping a lot. I needed that. I was actually getting exactly what I needed. I was so happy for the reset. My life I live three lives in a year compared to what I don't want to say most people, but I'm just with all the traveling and stuff. I mean, you know, I never sat at home afraid. I maybe sat at home angry that we hadn't solved this problem in a better way. Angry that if I don't know if anybody died before I could say goodbye or wasn't able to be there when they were dying or wasn't even able to go to a funeral or have one. Yeah, I was angry, but there was never fear. A couple times, um, I got a little neurotic once when I went, I don't know where I went, I had to go somewhere with a mask on. I mean, it was uh, like a doctor's appointment or something, like a mammogram or something. And um, I don't know, I just for a second just wondered like, God, I wonder... How contagious this is this? Is going to go through my mask? Is this, you know, I, I don't have like a real medical mask. Like it's just one of those paper ones. I mean, I, you know, I, but I'm just trying to think of a couple of times where I, I don't think I ever felt fear even when I was out. I was just neurotic thoughts maybe. But a couple of times I woke up with a sore throat. It was truly just acid reflux. But I went, oh my God. I remember one time I got a COVID test and I got the results and I read it wrong. I read the part that said what I was being tested for. And I thought it said, you have SARS-CoV-2. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember like a lightning bolt through my body shaking, like a full-blown physical panic attack. And I could actually feel the anxiety go like, I could not breathe. And I texted a friend and sent them the results. And they wrote me back like, this is your negative. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I think that was like 10... Say like two solid minutes, 120 seconds of abject fear. The rest of the time, I, I don't know, this notion that people are sitting inside quaking in their boots. I was just sort of sitting inside making an adjustment, taking it all in and trying to make the best of it. Um, I don't know. It, it's interesting that it's like, yeah, I did not want to get COVID. I respected how contagious it was. And I thought... I'm less thinking if if I die tomorrow and I didn't see someone smile because I don't feel that entitled to live life exactly on my terms. I just felt um, 
what I was more concerned with is if I get COVID, am I able to look myself in the mirror and say, that was worth it, that bikini wax or that <laughs> quick trip to Urban Outfitters to buy some stupid, you know, ankle sock at the counter? You know, what, what was what was worth it to you, Jen? And not much was, to be honest, except my breast exam. And uh, I think that was probably it. You know, um, I am in charge of my own well-being. And so that's why I took precautions and didn't go anywhere during the height of COVID. And that's why I didn't visit my family because I didn't want to bring COVID home and kill them. So I know I felt like I did everything literally couldn't have been less from a fear-based place. And uh, I don't know. I just don't relate to that notion that anyone taking precautions is in fear. I mean, obviously... I don't want to get COVID and I think it would be scary to have it, but, um, there's a disconnect there with this notion that people are feeling fear. And I don't know why that, even if I was, I think that would be very valid, but, but, um, but the notion of someone sitting around going, someone's feeling fear and I'm angry about it. I mean, I think to me, like if you want my armchair analysis, that woman was having anxiety about her decisions to go out. Like maybe she feels she's taking a tiny bit of a risk just because there are breakthrough cases, of course. And, and, or maybe it's just not as fun to go out anymore because I, I don't know. I mean, she says everyone in her life is out. The South has taken back their lives and all this, but maybe there's something bothering her. I don't know, but she wants everyone to be on the same page. She wants everything to be pre COVID and I get it. So do I, I mean, that's the thing we all agree on. I'm just not in denial about what's happening. And I think it's great that, you know, on paper to hear that like people are getting back to their lives, to hear that we are that resilient, that the minute people feel safe, masks are off, they're having fun. You know, it's there, despite there being a mental health crisis in this country, it's not that people, you know, I like, I like in general on paper, I like a story of, I went through this hard time. I was resilient when it was over. I hugged friends and family, but my my take on it is that it's a calculated risk still because there are new variants and sometimes they evade the vaccine. So I'm not saying people shouldn't go out and take their masks off and do this and do that. But we're if you're in an area that doesn't have a vaccine mandate, like you could be sitting next to someone that has actual COVID. And, you know, for me, I wouldn't want to do that. So I don't know. Um I enjoy my point being that I get, I feel that like people who are getting this upset actually think I'm not in acceptance, like that I'm in some kind of anxiety. And I think that they're in some kind of anxiety because there doesn't seem to be an acceptance that, yeah, right now we're in kind of a new space. You know, the pandemic isn't endemic yet. There are some places that legitimately can go back to normal where there's like no cases, but there's legitimately some people that are saying we're going back to normal and it's all a risk. And I don't know. I don't know why it matters to some people that everyone do what they're doing. That makes sense. It, like I get where I am. Like, I wish everyone would stay home. Like I'm doing so we can end this thing, but I don't get on the other end. Like, why are you not out and about stop wrapping yourself in bubble wrap? It's like, that's the thing is like for some people that are anxious, the wrapping themselves in bubble wrap is like, as she puts it, which I wasn't, I was home just wearing a mask when I went out. But um, 
it felt of comfort to me to take care of myself. I wasn't wrapping myself in bubble wrap in a, in a fear-based way. I don't know. I just, I, I see less of a mental health crisis in America and more of a lack of spiritual solid ground. And by spiritual, I don't even mean you have to believe in any like outer beings or higher power. I just mean literally acceptance that we have never been in control of anything and we are not. And then actually learning that that's the greatest gift we've been given. But um, anyway, so there you go. Emails, emails from the public. Um, in the rest of this episode, I'm going to be talking about, I stalked Ethan Hawke and it worked out. I saw him at a restaurant and I sat there and well, I'll tell you later. Rudy Giuliani on The Masked Singer. What the fuck's going on? Vaseline is back in style. And it was a woman who first told us about climate change. And guess who listened? Nobody! All of that is coming up on this episode of No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast which as of now, you can get the rest of it over there on Patreon. See you there. Three bucks a month. I mean, come on, that nothing, everybody. See you over there. Beep, beep.